If there's one microphone that you've likely seen used by your favorite content creators, it's the Shure SM7B. Seriously, this thing is everywhere. It's not only the microphone of choice for famous personalities like Joe Rogan or Gary Vaynerchuk. This all-around beast of a microphone is used from everything from radio to live music to professional voiceover recordings. In this review, I'm going to delve deep into this microphone, highlighting all of its benefits and drawbacks. Because while it may be one of the best microphones for podcasts in an overall content creation, there are a few situations where a different microphone may make more sense. Let's get to it. Design and Switches This thing is built like a tank. With its durable all-metal construction, not only does it look great in a studio, but it's also made to survive the rough handling of touring musicians. I've accidentally dropped mine onto my office's concrete floor five or six times, and it still works as flawlessly as the day I got it several years ago. Keep in mind that like most high-end microphones, the microphone connects via XLR. This means you will need an audio interface to use it. For most podcasters and content creators, I recommend the Scarlett 2i2. In the middle of the microphone is a hinged mount that is welded permanently to the microphone, making it easy to attach to the microphone stand of your choice. Be warned though, this thing is heavy. Coming in at 1 pound 11 ounces, many cheap microphone stands are unable to support it without dipping or tipping over. I'll link to what I use and recommend in the description. Finally, the microphone has decent built-in pop or plosive protection. While I see lots of people using the microphone as is, I personally prefer it with an additional windscreen. Because I typically record so close to the microphone, this will get rid of any other plosives that would have made it through. On the bottom of the microphone you'll find two adjustable switches, bass roll-off and mid-range emphasis, which is commonly referred to as presence boost. You can tell whether or not either of these are on based on the line above the switches. In this case, bass roll is on and presence boost is off. Note that in the sound clips and other examples I'll showcase in this review, both of these will be turned off. Bass roll off removes the lower frequencies from the recording, improving a number of issues. The first one is that it reduces something known as the proximity effect. In recording, the closer you get to the microphone, typically, the increase in lower end frequencies the microphone will pick up. This can leave your voice sounding very unnatural. This isn't much of a problem with the SM7B as it is with other microphones, which is fortunate as you'll want to record with this microphone very close to your mouth. Additionally, turning bass roll-off may cut off some of the ambient noise of your recorded environment, such as low rumbles or hums. Leaving this off isn't necessarily an issue, as this is always something you could do yourself in post-production. However, if you find that it works well for your voice and environment, you can save some time by having this off. Presence boost increases the frequencies of human voices and can add a bit more excited tone to your recordings. In some cases, it may also make the word spoken seem more comprehensible. Similarly to the bass roll-off, you can always edit EQ after recording, so use this as a time saver if it works, but don't ever feel like it's a requirement. For both switches, you'll want to test them out with your specific voice and see what sounds better to you. If you're unsure, leave both of them flat and make adjustments to the EQ later. Sound quality. This wouldn't be a legendary microphone if it didn't have great sound quality. The Shure SM7B sound quality is often described as warm, rich, and natural. With the switches off, there is no unnatural coloring added to recording, leading to accurate, natural capture of your voice. Here's a picture of the SM7B frequency response chart. The solid lines with both switches off, the long dashes are for the bass roll-off, and the short ones are for the presence boost. You can see in the frequency response chart that SM7B stays near perfectly flat for the majority of the range, which is certainly not the case for many microphones in this price range. Rather than talking about it, however, listen to these clips I've taken with the microphone in a relatively untreated environment, which is my office. Definitely not um, designed for sound recording. This is a test of the Shure SM7B. I'm speaking about normal volume. Um, you can potentially hear all the ambient noise in the background, the sound of like my computer fan, just the general office noise. I'm talking about a normal volume, maybe a little bit less because I tend to mumble a little bit. 
The gain on my audio interface is about 7, and I'm speaking directly into the microphone in front of me. This is a test of the Shure SM7B. I'm speaking about normal volume. Um, you can potentially hear all the ambient noise in the background, the sound of like my computer fan, just the general office noise. I'm talking about a normal volume, maybe a little bit less because I tend to mumble a little bit. The gain on my audio interface is about 7, and I'm speaking directly into the microphone in front of me. Again, I'm a content creator myself, not an audio engineer. It is very likely I've not been able to get the best possible sound out of the microphone. For additional examples, look up any of Joe Rogan's podcasts or Gary Vaynerchuk's Ask Gary V episodes. These podcasters and their guests almost always have SM7Bs for their recordings. Off-axis rejection. As a content creator, the last thing you want to deal with is background noise. Most of us do not have an expensive professional studio to record in. The majority of us are recording in our offices or homes where background noise, despite how well you try to block it out, is simply unavoidable. Fortunately, the SM7B has pretty good off-axis rejection. This means that it's great at picking up sounds directly in front of the microphone, but avoids most of the sound coming in from the sides or the back. It's not the best out there, but it's pretty freaking good for the price range. If you take a look at the polar pattern here, you can see that the sound begins to taper off as you move further and further away from the front, with the best rejection happening from the rear of the microphone. You want to keep this microphone relatively close to your face when recording dialogue. This means that if you intend to use the microphone on video, you likely will not be able to keep it out of the frame. If this is a priority to you, I highly recommend picking up something like the Audio-Technica AT4053B instead, which is actually what I'm using to record this right now. Pros and Cons Let's start out with the pros. The sound quality is exceptional for a wide variety of use cases. Considering that's the entire point of a microphone, this one's pretty important. The SM7B is extremely durable, and you'll likely never need to replace it. It looks and feels like a professional-grade microphone. Regardless of the size of your studio, this mic fits right in. The Shure SM7B is pretty good at avoiding background noise, especially for the price point. Again, not the best, but pretty good. Two adjustable switches on the bottom make it easy to tweak EQ without having to do extra work post-processing. And finally, this microphone is easy to use correctly, making it a great choice for people who want to bring in guests. It does not take any training for a guest to get a good sound out of this mic. Now moving on to the cons. This microphone requires a lot of power to work effectively. It's very likely you'll need to buy something like the Cloudlifter CL1, which provides 25 decibels of clean gain to the recording. The, as already mentioned, the microphone is heavy and requires a very sturdy stand to hold it without tipping. The side sound rejection is decent, but not the best. And finally, you won't be able to keep this out of the frame when shooting video. Value for the money. The Shure SM7B may not be the best microphone on the market for every use case, but it may just be one of the best deals in audio recording period. There's a reason it's considered an industry standard, and it's quite likely that you will never have a need to upgrade this microphone. In addition, it's durable enough to seriously outlive you. Considering it's only $399 plus an additional $170 or so for the Cloudlifter CL1, this is still an incredible deal for a combined total of $570. The sound quality is seriously that good and rivals microphones two or even three times its price. I consider it to be incredible value for the price, and it's one of only two microphones I use regularly to run my business, the other again being the Audio-Technica AT4053B, um, which I use while recording video, including this one. Conclusion I have nothing but great things to say about this microphone. If your budget permits, I highly recommend picking up the Shure SM7B by clicking the link in the description. As a podcaster or content creator, it's quite likely that you'll never need to purchase another microphone again. That being said, it all starts with having something valuable to share. This microphone won't magically build your business overnight, but it will make listening all the more enjoyable for those that find you. I hope that this Shure SM7B review has helped you make a decision. 
If you have any questions about this microphone or there's anything you'd like to discuss with me, please don't hesitate to reach out. I hope that you enjoy this microphone as much as I do. To your success, James McAllister.